Mantis and Dunkles, welcome to another great conversation on how to parent God's way. This podcast is powered by Truth is World. Hi everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Mantis and Dunkles. Yay! I'm welcoming every mommy, every daddy, every auntie, every uncle who is here with us today. We're going to jump right into it. Our topic for today is God made boys and girls how to talk to your kids or obviously kids around you about gender and sexuality. It's a very important topic and I have a seasoned guest with me here today. Her name is Aziki Soko. <laughs> so Aziki is here with me today. Aziki is a professional nanny, a professional chef. She is the best nanny in the entire Abuja. Like she will teach your children not just like um basic skills. She will teach them how to be intelligent, although your children are intelligent, by the way, but she'll bring it out of them. She will teach them from the scriptures. It's she does a fantastic job, but that's on the um, children's side. She's also a geneticist because she studied genealogy in school. Anatomy. <laughs> she studied anatomy in school and went ahead to do like genetic things. So she's going to be speaking both on um, the professional side and from a Christian children caretaker side. So I promise you that you're going to have the best time of your life. I don't know if everybody is like me, but when I listen to podcasts, I like to have like a visual, like what do they look like? So I'm going to describe what we have here visually. Aziki is wearing a green and white Ooh. dress. It's giving Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she has a wig on. She's extremely beautiful. You should go to her Instagram page so you have an idea. She has long eyelashes. And she has a pink notebook <laughs> in front of her. I'm in a girl hoodie and I have my laptop in front of me. I'm not wearing my wedding ring. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right. So let's get right into it. Aziki, do you want to say something to just like say hi, everybody, so they know that you are, you are real and I'm not yeah. scamming them? <laughs> hi, everyone. My name is Aziki Soku Yaila. And like, P, like Pastor Burrow said, I do it all. That's just it. When it comes to children, <laughs> I do it all. I am an anatomist by profession, um, an aspiring chef, a professional nanny. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> also an aspiring Montessori educator. Let's go. And almost owner of the best school in Nigeria. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. I, I must say that in public again. <laughs> All right. So I remember that um, when I was a child, right, okay. I nobody ever spoke to me about gender anything because it was not a thing. I think if anything, I mean, nobody spoke to me about this, but if anything, they would have probably just spoken about lesbianism. Mm -hmm. Don't be a lesbian. Girls don't like girls. Full stop. Right. But that's because what we have now in the current climate of family, in the current climate of society is not what we have what we had then, right, like 20 years ago or 25 years ago, at least in Africa. Right now, we have different kinds of gender. There's not just male, there's female, there's gender neutral, there's non-binary, there's agender, there's pan-gender, there's queer, gender queer, there's two spirits, there's third gender, there's a lot. Two spirits. Two spirits, right? A lot of these things, and it, it keeps getting more confusing. And I think that it's a very important talk topic because we have become the first set of parents that need to address this 
head on with our children. Our parents didn't address it. At least I don't know of any parents of <laughs> anybody my age. But people my age, I mean, my friends are giving birth every week. <laughs> so we are becoming the new parents. And we, we have to address this. Yeah. Do we know what to say? Right? Do we even understand what is happening? And so that's why I think it's an important conversation because how we address it um, is going to determine what our children will end up believing and also how they address it to their children. So what yeah. do you just like you can start us off? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I am yeah, you're very correct. It is it's a very important conversation to have. Anyone who wants to be a parent who is getting let's even say getting married because the products of your marital bliss <laughs> should be children. Right. Do you understand? So anyone who is a parent, anyone who has children around them, anyone who is passionate about children should be thinking of educating those children on gender and sexuality. And some people don't, right, like right now, some people are just like, why? Mm-hmm. Why can't I just keep mute about it? I mean, the Bible tells us in Psalm 124 verse 7 that children are like arrows in the hand of a mighty warrior. And while studying that verse um, in the TPT version, there was like a this note that explained, and he said that in 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 the Hebrew translation, it explained that there are arrows in the hand of a mighty warrior because children are sent to the future to protect and preserve. Word. So when you, if you are thinking that oh, it's not necessary for me to educate my child now, you're not just affecting their childhood, also their adulthood. Mm. A very wise woman, Maria Montessori, said that. The reason of existence of a child is the construction of man in the fullness of his strength and in the fullness of his life. So when you educate a child, you are educating a man. You are educating a woman. Mm-hmm. So it is needed. Like, they, they have a gender. They are sexual beings. Imagine them growing up without being educated on it. Mm-hmm. And I would say that... Um, Okay, let's talk about the biology aspect of it because, I mean, scientists and whatnot, I have to represent. Yeah, you have to represent. (laughs) So if we come right down to eat the gamete cells, if we take um, the eggs, the sperm, I mean, even just a cell part of the embryo and we take it to the lab, we um, differentiate, amplify, run NGS and everything, we're going to see the breakdown of the chromosomes and we can immediately tell which is a boy and which is a girl Mm. because there are two different chromosomes so xx and xx for female xy for male Mm. there is nothing that you want to do i'm I'm not yet aware of it and i don't even think science is aware of it Mm. that you want to do that can change your sex chromosomes there Mm. is nothing you can change your appearance. You can take hormones to like, um, and those are even artificial hormones you get. You can take hormones, but when it comes down to your cells, down to the things that make you as a human being, you can't change it. So there is definitely gender, and there are only two genders, boy and girl. Let's go to the scriptures. Genesis one twenty seven tells us that, and God said, let's make a man in his image, and he made them male and female and i was like oh okay let me go and check like greek lexicon and hebrew and see maybe there was a twitch no it says female they always said female they just described it as female Mm. so there is definitely gender male and female and we need to educate our kids because a lot of things are like they just keep coming up we need to let them know that there is male there is female you are male and you are female god said it 
So this is how it should be. This is not even how it should be. This is who you are. Mm. You're definitely going to have either a male or female child. Right. You get. So this is who you are. You're either male or you are female. And we will help them to see why they are male, how they are male, and trust that they <laughs> take our education. Thank you so much, Aziki. That was <laughs> that was fact. That was loaded. Thank you so much. So now practically, right? How do I talk to a zero to five year old about gender. Okay, so one thing we know about um, zero to five is those are the developing years, obviously. Mm. They just give it to them <laughs> and they're growing. Right. And their attention span is very little. So, mm-hmm. what I would advise as someone who has taught, who teaches zero to five, is don't over complicate it. Mm. Say, you are a boy and you are, you. if you have a boy, I mean, you have a male child, you are a boy. If you have a female child, you are a girl. God, God made you a boy. God made you a girl. Do you understand? This auntie is a what? They will say a boy. This auntie, this uncle, eh? <laughs> please, please, God forbid. This uncle is a what? A boy. This uncle is a what? A girl. And... <laughs> what? <laughs> This uncle is, is a, boy. a boy. This auntie is a girl. Right. <laughs> and obviously, they learn by repetition. Mm. So you don't just say, okay, I'm going to have a talk with this five-year-old. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you that you are a boy. You, you are a girl. Know it and have peace. And you go, no, <laughs> you are not ready. Mm. You repeat it over and over again. I think we're seeing where we're talking about having affirmations mm. and including gender in your affirmation. So affirmation is something that has become quite popular, trying to build up their confidence. I'm a child of God. Say, I'm a girl and I'm mm. a child of God. God made me a girl. I'm a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a nice girl. I'm a Christian girl. Do you get that would mm. be a good way to incorporate it. And I cannot stress this enough. Repeat it over and over again. Even if you don't want to do it every day, set a structure. Children strive and thrive when there is structure in place so stress mm. set is structure i will talk about this this week i would remind them get them books talking about christian gender specific books mm-hmm. talking about being male and female i mean there are some that are not um christian but are still good but you have to what even the christian ones read it go through it when you are training a child, you have to be active and in this world where there are so many gender stereotypes if you want to educate about gender you you have to be proactive. Mm. So read the book before you don't buy the book and then when you get home, you're now checking it out. Mm-hmm. Read the book. Make sure that it's giving you correct information. Make sure that it's in simple terms, simple words. You can even come up with songs. I am a girl. Girls are girls. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that thought because we, are, we have to come up with a song in this podcast. All right. <laughs> so I um, you said that some things are just picked. Okay. One is that you have to be proactive when you're raising a child. That struck me because I'm like, a lot of people are taking the back seat and just saying, well, everything good will happen, but you need to be proactive. And secondly, for raising or for talking to zero to five, zero to five year olds on gender, the simpler, the better. Yes. Two sentences is fine, especially and as long as you keep them repeated yes. and do them um, in different forms, songs, rhymes, dance, whatever. But just know that um, I am a boy. God made me a boy. I love being a boy. Good yes. stuff. And I, if I may add to that, as someone who has a child, um, it's very hard to maybe say, okay, by 6 p.m. every day, I will remind my child. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remind my child that he's a boy. But something I find that works out as well is to build it around the structures that already exist. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Africa, your child has your bath every day, right? 
has it takes a bath hopefully. every day. Hopefully, <laughs> it takes a bath every day. So you can do that when you're, you know, bathing for the child. Or sorry, we say bathing here. When you're giving <laughs> the child a bath, <laughs> you can just be like, "You are, I am a boy." Uh-huh. So as a kid, it's time to form our song. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's go to teenagers. We've spoken about zero to five. I assume that it would be the same thing for like 5 to 12 or is there something else for them? Okay, for 5 to 12, at this stage, they're more curious, more inquisitive. So they will, they might even come and ask you things like, oh, what is sex? What is transgender? What is, um, what are the things we have? Mommy, cisgender. Yes, mommy, what is cis? Or <laughs> what will shock you is they'll just come and say, mommy, I'm cis. And at that point, <laughs> you want to lose your cool. <laughs> but don't. Yeah. don't. So they will come up, they, they know more terms. So you can just um, explain it to them that they are, this is what gender is. There are mm-hmm. only two genders. Um, sex is biological. Gender is a social construct. It divides us as human beings. Mm-hmm. There's only male or female. Obviously, there might be more questions. So um, what if I'm female and then I say I'm male, we say, no, these are the characteristics of male, God has made you male, and I feel like they are easier to talk to, mm, <laughs> because, agree. yes, because they can understand, they understand and they saying. accept easier, easily, yes, so yes. for the smaller kids, they don't understand, for the teenagers, they may be like, I have my own opinion, yeah, right, yeah. but them, they're just like, I just want to learn, yeah, I just want to learn, and yeah. most of the time, they, they look at you as someone who is very wise, you mm. get, so they're like, mm, I should probably take what this person is saying, this person right. is big, so this person probably has sense, right, so, right, and I think just a bit of a digression, we see that every stage before teenager, I mean, before your child becomes a teenager, is so crucial. When a child is a teenager, that's also a crucial stage. But zero to five, imagine you already were telling this six-year-old that he's a boy, God made him a boy, God loves him being a boy. When he hears something like these other kinds of things when he's six, you only you only have to remind him, or oh, remember what we spoke about for the first five years of your life. You are a boy. <laughs> that's all, right? It's easier. You've laid a foundation. And then at this age, like Aziki said, they look at you as a wise person. They want to learn. So these um, years, these beginning years are so, 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 so crucial. So thank you for that. Now let's move to teenagers, right? I just kind of made it seem like there's no hope for them. (laughs) But there is hope. There's always hope because the words and the message that we preach is power, is life. Yes. And there's there's always hope. So what do we do about a teenager who is having gender confusion? Oh, I just—I don't know what they call it. But <laughs> gender ident- crisis, like yes, gender crisis or gender identity issues. Yes. All right. So, um, first, when it comes to teenagers, you have to move fear. Mm. Those—I feel like teenagers are made to intimidate adults. Yes. <laughs> With their straight face. <laughs> With their straight face, and yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I don't care attitude. Yeah. And you're just in your mind. You're shaking. They're like, "What do I tell this child? How do I? Tell you? How did I get here? I don't want to chase them away from me." <laughs> Do you get so remove fear, come mm. bold, come mm. like you are an expert on the topic. Mm. Do you get mm. they will respect you, even if you might not see it in, like outrightly. But remember, when you were a teenager, there were people you respected, and there were people you just greeted because your mother said, um, Speak to this person. Mm-hmm. Do you get so come without fear. And why it's very important is I had someone who was telling me that, oh, she didn't want to have kids. She's scared of having kids and everything. She's not even sure she might get married because what if her child comes later in life to tell her that she's gay or she's a lesbian? Mm. And I'm like, you tell them you are not. Yeah, like it's like saying you don't want to get a job because one day you're afraid that your boss might fire you. 
No, you just plan for that eventuality. Like, if it if it does happen, what will I do? <laughs> right? <laughs> do you get? Mm. Uh, very true. Um, um, there's this saying that failing to plan is planning to fail. Right. So you already know you have someone coming on teenagers, or let's even talk to aunties and uncles. You have junior ones. Mm-hmm. You are concerned about them, mm-hmm. um, about if they're having any gender identity. Also, person, you can already see that the person is expressing gender identity mm-hmm. crisis, the way they're talking, the things they're listening to. Right. And then you just want to go and talk to them like that. Just like that. You are not prepared. Hey. You don't read anything. Nothing, nothing. Mm. Why? <laughs> <laughs> they will eye you up and down. You get. So, um, learn about it and prepare. Mm. Then, another thing is to listen to them. Right. I can tell you that if every adult, or let me say, a lot of Nigerian adults who say when they were teenagers, you just wish someone had listened to them. They mm. always, We always have that scenario that we're like, oh, I wish like my parents had just like listened to what I wanted to say and everything. So listen to them, like really listen, hear what they're saying, listen to their questions. One thing is um, most times we think um, talking to kids or preparing kids is about them. Most times it's more about us, right. how you can manage your emotions, how you can effectively communicate what you want to say to mm. them. So um, prepare for the questions you get. Try not to freak out. Another thing to note, especially as a Christian, is that temptations do not equate or is not equal to sin. Mm. Because someone expresses that, oh, I'm being tempted, I'm facing this, I'm struggling with this, does not mean that they are eventually yeah, going to fall in. Yes, they're falling. Do you get like, don't get scared. Recently, mm, I had someone. Start yelling at them. Yeah, I had someone come to come and say, Oh, her 11 year old had um, researched about, they had found that she had searched the phone about sex. She was like, Oh my God, she's just 11. What do we do? And mm. I said, How would you have liked someone to speak to you about sex when you were 11? Right. Don't already judge her and berate her for it. So if you have a child that's telling you that, Oh, okay, I feel like I'm gay. Or I feel like I'm a lesbian. Or I don't feel... In fact, let me tell you, they won't, it won't come out like that. Mm. <laughs> so they'll say, I don't feel right in my body. Mm. Do you understand? Like, I don't just feel okay. Mm-hmm. You first breathe in and out. <laughs> <laughs> the first instinct is to say, ah, go for beautiful over your dead body. Yeah, say, I feel okay. <laughs> Ten times. <laughs> say, I feel, right, I feel okay. <laughs> do you get Listen, why don't you feel okay? Ask the important question. Sometimes it might not even be as deep as gender identity. Right. But if it is, there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 12. I'm going to read the TPT version because it's simplified. It says, it is true that our freedom allows us to do anything, but that doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us. I'm free to do as I choose, but I choose to never be enslaved to anything. So um, Paul was talking to the Corinthians the church in Corinth, about sexual immorality and whatever. And um, when it comes to teenagers or having these feelings, that's it. They are just feelings mm. you get. You can feel something doesn't mean that you are. That's what you have to let that teenager know and learn. I feel like a cat doesn't mean that I'll wake up in the night and start meowing. Mm-hmm. God forbid. <laughs> not in Nigeria. Not in, not in my mother's house. <laughs> you get because you feel something doesn't mean that you should succumb to that feeling. You become mm. a slave to it. Right. For some, for a for a generation who is so big on freedom, mm. we are That's slaves it. to so many things. Word. So you have to let the child understand that just because you feel this way, whether mentally or physically, doesn't mean that you should succumb to this thing. First, you have to know who God has made us in Christ, like and encourage that child. 
God has made us male and female. Yes, there are many voices and everything, and you might be confused right now, but I'm here to help you walk through the confusion. Mm -hmm. There is nothing better than a teenager knowing that they have someone who is going to back them up. Yeah. Do you get? And let them know that not only are you there to back them up, God is there to back them up. Right. In fact, God had prepared, he went ahead and prepared for these particular moments that you guys are. Mm. You have to come bold, come encouraging, you get, like, so that's it with, with teenagers. That's one of um, the ways. Also, I want to say that sin does not is not also equals to more sin. Mm. My mom used to say something, and I'm sorry, mom, you're not really correct. <laughs> but she used to say that <laughs> a, a a a liar will be a thief. Yeah, all, and a thief, all our yes, <laughs> and a thief will be a liar. And I understand that she was trying to say that if you start one, you might do the other, which is kind of true. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you will. Mm. The statement should be, a liar might become a thief, not will become mm. a thief. So if you even come in, like you meet a teenager, your child, your sibling, your cousin, whoever, who is telling you that, okay, I had already involved myself in lesbianism, in um, 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 sexual immorality, do you get that? I've already written about gender identity. I've made a TikTok and then I'm a guy who is dressing up as a female and already doing um do you get like trying to be transgender mm -hmm. don't think that all is all hope is, all gone. Hope is gone please all hope is not gone mm. and the fact that the person has expressed it to you means that there is hope right if you are you are the representation of the hope of like christ hope for that person mm -hmm. do you get is very important how we approach these matters you can easily just push them away we have situations where one encounter you had with an auntie with an uncle with your parents just mars you almost for life you're just like yes this person said this to me and it has taken me years for me to break that down Word. so we have to be intentional we have to be conscious of the words we say conscious of how we approach um um gender identity and crisis don't be scared of it it's fear that brings up all these extravagant reactions they're like hey god <laughs> are you hey jesus so you get all those sh extra shouting and everything mm -hmm. and the person is just like ah, is it more than what i told exactly. you do you get that kind of stuff so um um uh uh <laughs> i've lost my train of thoughts <laughs> so don't 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 um all i put berate them mm. or assume that all hope is gone no walk with them there is no sin that is greater than the love of christ than what god has done for you mm -hmm. there is no sin there's a statement so that i used to hear that there is nobody that doesn't um succumb to love you get right. no matter how hard you are as as human beings we were born like say on a plain slate you learn to hate and you learn to love so if this person can um if 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 this person can um, if or if teenagers in code can learn to build up a wall to push people out, they, they can, can also learn to, to break it down. down. Do you get so please all hope is not lost for your teenager. Oh. Right. Another thing is prayer. Mm. We underestimate the importance power of prayer. the power, the importance of prayer. We underestimate it too much for people who um like believe in a God that we've not seen. Mm. We underestimate yeah. the power of prayer. Prayer works. And consistency in prayer. Pray every day. Pray. In fact, if you don't feel the burden for that child, pray that you feel the burden so that you can pray every day. Right. Do you understand? Commit the child into God. There are some, actually some situations where you're just like, I've tried it all, Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my mother my mother has five children. <laughs> and the other time she was praying, and my sister overheard, the, overheard her, and she was like, God, I'm here again with another child. <laughs> 
that prayer has encouraged me because I want to have a lot of children. And I'm like, when I come in contact with issues with my teenagers, I'm going to go back to God and say, here I am again and mm-hmm, again with mm-hmm. the 14th and the 16th child. Because you God, gave I'm me here. the children. You they gave them to me. So here I am again with right. another child. You right. get Go to God in prayer for mm-hmm. your teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For yeah. people that have yeah. seen for a, for a faith, right, that has seen so many miracles. Like yeah. you said, we underestimate the power that we actually have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So thank you so much. That was... <laughs> I was I was just like don't stop talking. <laughs> please, please, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, so I want I want us to talk about gender stereotypes. Okay. When I was a child, right, I I was boyish. That's just it. <laughs> I was I wanted to wear durags. I I in fact when I started growing breasts, I used to have a hunchback because I I was just like no, Go back not puberty. Come to change me to my not gender, right? And my parents were so cool. We were just like, man, it's fine. Like you'll be fine. You will grow it, or you will just end up dressing up like that as a girl. But you're a girl. I, 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 obviously, they they didn't know about these threats right now. I feel like if it was now, my parents would just be like, listen, you're only wearing dresses, right? But we see that many of the gender confusion issues, some, maybe not many, come from someone being a particular gender, but just liking the things that, like, the other gender, like, I, like I'm a guy, but I like makeup. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a girl, but I like to play with trucks. Or I like to fight. Mm-hmm. Boxing. And because the people around me have said... Um, oh, if you are this plus this is equal to this, this yeah. right? So how would you advise any auntie or uncle or mommy or daddy that has a child that is not following the typical stereotype of their gender? Okay. All right. So um, the thing about um, stereotypes is they're formed by society, mm. you get. So um, if it's male, I'm feeling like puberty now. Females... Should inc- not should they do have breasts? Doesn't matter whether it's big or small. Yeah, <laughs> they have breasts. Right. They have hormones that would influence their um um body shape. They will have hips. They would have longer hair and everything. Males have thicker voice, thicker voice, shorter hair, beards, broader chest, and everything. So these are just normal ones that come with biology. But when it comes when it comes down to um things that were created by society, we have to be very careful how we approach it. So, mm. um, <laughs> we, I, mean, I used to have this debate that, um, before where I'm like, oh, boys can wear dresses because Jesus wore Jalabia. <laughs> <laughs> Please, that was very wrong. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> that was very wrong. So, um, why is this um, child doing the things that they do because you can have mm. male for example when it comes to makeup you have males who like makeup and go on to become makeup, makeup artists artist. doesn't mean that they should um, put makeup in their face and it becomes like part of their whole routine mm-hmm. so like i said i feel like nigerians we panic too much yeah especially Christians. and in that panic is, yes. is what people are now like why are they panicking maybe i'm not actually a boy yes do you get like why are you why are you so Immediately, why is your first response panic? What mm. are you so scared of? Mm-hmm. Do you get? I understand that obviously you don't want your child to come out and say, and that's the thing because of that fear of I don't want my child to come out and say I'm transgender. I'm just going to attack it immediately before it even comes. I'm going to put anointing oil and everything. <laughs> <laughs> <I> doubt them. <laughs> Do you get? Like you don't actually have time to think. How is the best way I can approach this? Right. So speak. speak see the power of speaking to people like. 
you can just speak and know what the pro- the issue she is. is. Why do you like makeup? Oh, like I see how people apply it. I I want to learn how to apply it. Right. Or you are a, a you have a female child who likes to wear trousers. It might just be comfort. Right. When you wear gowns, yeah. Yeah. you have to keep your legs together. Yes. You have to in your fact, laps will probably rub against each other. Yeah. Oh my god. And thank God for now because then we used to wear under skirts, yeah. under gowns. Yeah. I'm like in Africa. Who thought of that idea? <laughs> it did not help us. Ah, Do you get? So yeah. it might just be discomfort. Right. Like that's the reason why. Another thing is the child might actually be feeling like, oh, I'm a boy. So you have a female child who hasn't come into puberty or who mm. hasn't even come into puberty, but their um um body structure is slimmer you get they don't have as full fuller chest as their mates that is how they are meant to be what you should do is try to encourage them that this is how god has made you to be it doesn't mm. make you any less of a, a woman. woman yeah do you know like that thing you said for a very long time i used to feel like less of a woman like when people say uh, even till uni, when people say I'm a woman, I'm like, I can't really say I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm just a person that is a girl. Yes, because right now my hips are yeah, lying. Yeah, yeah. It's like a woman. <laughs> you know where a woman is? You know she wears wrapper for you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Do you get even things like, oh, um, um, when it comes to um, roles and stuff like that. For example, you, you already assume... We make a lot of assumptions in this life. Mm. So we assume that... Uh, I, I had... I was talking to someone recently and she was like, oh, she she, um, she, she, don't, she doesn't know why it took her so long to back a child. Do you get like... Everybody has it easier and everything. And I mm. said, you are not seeing the proper picture. Mm. So um, first, you didn't fully grow up in Nigeria. Mm. Do you get... Anyone who grew up like from a young, especially with typical Nigerian parents, they were back in teddy bears from when they were three. Exactly. So if you grew up in a family where that wasn't happening, you obviously, by the time you have a child and you want to back your child, you struggle. It's going to be a struggle. Mm. The thing is, they learnt it as a child, so it's easier for them now. Mm. You just have to learn it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So when you you just assume um um that um this every woman yes not. every woman must know how to do this particular thing. So if this person doesn't have to do it, just like you are a woman. No, blah, 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 blah. Everything mm. is lent. There's no child. <laughs> Chim just born. Our this thing, Chimamanda. <laughs> <laughs> said cooking does not come pre-installed in a vagina. Mm. People learn how to do it. Do you get? So if you see a a a, a teenager acting in a certain way, especially maybe like females, um acting like oh, like um saying that oh I'm a boy or comes to express you with these feelings, why? They might just tell you, oh, like, all these girls, they, they look this certain way and they I know do. how to do this. Do you get, right. like, I went to visit my friend and she can cook 50 different meals and I'm struggling with eggs. And because we equate <laughs> that with gender, yes. then they say, I can't cook 50 different meals, so, so I mustn't be a girl. I mustn't be a girl or I mustn't be a good enough woman. So therefore, let me pick be the a, other option. Right. Speak to your teenagers, guys. Speak to them. Especially if you have a closer relationship with them than their parents, like Mm -hmm. the aunties and uncles. Mm -hmm. Don't just be bothered and be bothered in your mind alone. Speak to them. If you you find it hard to have difficult conversations, pray to God to help you. There's nothing... My mother prays to God to use the toilet. I'm sorry, what? Yes! (laughs) And before I was like, mommy, what? But like... I was just underestimating the power of prayer. Mm. Because God can move your bowels. He mm. made them. Okay, to use the toilet. So I, I was confused. Yes, like... So, <laughs> okay, okay. Like, like when, she, when she finds it difficult to use the right, toilet, she's just like, right. oh, God, please help me. Like, she actually kneels mm. down and prays. God, mm. please help me to use the toilet. So, you, 
speaking to a teenager is way more like serious than using the toilet yeah. and you're refusing to pray to God to help you about mm. it. So speak to them. Speak to them. Know what like the root cause is. Right. Is it just because they um, feel a certain way? Is it just because of their body type you get? And even with the puberty, you can come in two ways. <laughs> you can come in two ways. You can become puberty came early. Right. Do you get so you um 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 have girls or males who are way taller oh puberty came late for like males so their voices are not as high pitched and everything and just like oh okay maybe i'm not a good enough male maybe i can actually just be, be a woman. woman or it can just be from the rubbish they are watching, watching. On that's TikTok. another that's another it can just be from thing. the rubbish so try to speak to them know the root cause and please yes don't panic right <laughs> thank, thank you. you so much as a key i i want to summarize but i i'm, I'm scared i'll shame myself <laughs> Well, the couple of things I've picked, uh, um, one, no matter the age of the child, you have to be their first educator. Yeah. So if it's zero to five, you are the one telling them. And the other children, they will come to you and you have to have something to say to them. Yeah. Um, also, you've emphasized a lot that we need to listen to our children, listen yeah. to them. Don't just assume that it is the worst case scenario, whereas it may just be something else. Number three is we need to also watch the way we talk about gender. We may not be even directly saying you are a man, but the way that we have talked about these things can just lead an innocent child who's probably not mature enough in their mind to say, oh, if this is this and that is that, then I am not this. Two plus two equals to two. Exactly. Then we need to pray over them. It's so important. And I think even without your child expressing gender confusion, you need to start praying for them and just decreeing that, you are not confused about anything. Like the Lord is your teacher. Everything that I teach you, everything that we, we as your parents teach you, will follow you. The word of God is your light, yes. your lamp as you go through through the world. And as much as you can, which is which can be a lot, try to guard the kind of content that they consume because mm-hmm. there's a false. You know how the devil told Eve to get the fruit and it will enlighten her, mm-hmm. but it just made her worse than what God designed her to be. And I think that's what a lot of the kinds of information that we have on TikTok, on social media, and movies are doing. So I, I remember my husband and I went to a store to buy something. And a woman came in with her, her two children. They were like, I don't know, maybe six and seven or six and eight. And she just told them to sit. And we walked past them and they were on TikTok. They're watching, they're just like swiping through TikTok, watching videos on TikTok. And we were panicking because I'm like, <laughs> do you know what is on TikTok? Yeah. Right. So that early exposure is not necessary at all. at all. It's not necessary. Give them something to color. Give them Christian things to watch. If they are bored with it, give them money to count. I don't know. Just give them something, right? But watch the exposure. The more you can protect them from that kind of exposure that quote-unquote seeks to enlighten them, um, the more you can help them prevent these kinds of things and help them have a solid foundation. So thank you so much. I don't know if you have any final words. Uh, okay, yes, I have some final... Or I, or whenever I speak to teachers or parents or anybody around children, I always end with Second Peter 1 verse 3, which mm. says... Everything we could ever need for life and godliness have been has already been deposited in us by his divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. So I highlight the first part. Everything you need to be a great auntie, a great uncle, a great parent. Because I know parents can have a lot of 
doubt sometimes. Right. Everything you need has been given to you. You have it within you. you get? I mean, you have to prepare a plan for things and all, but you have it. Don't approach your parenting, especially in areas of sexuality and gender crisis, from a place of fear. The devil is setting you up for failure. So everything you have, you need. God is not going to fail you. Right. The devil is setting you up for failure, whereas God has set you up for success. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Aziki. Ah, it feels good to be here. Yeah, it feels good <laughs> to have you here. Thank you so much. I I look forward to inviting you for another topic. Mm. All right. Thank you all so much for joining. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You have come to the end of this conversation. So, take a deep breath. Think about one thing you do differently and do it. Truth is world says, see you next time.